K. Michelle blows the dog whistle on R. Kelly. What is a dog whistle, you might ask? I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about what is a dog whistle before we go any further. A dog whistle is, in politics, a dog whistle is the use of coded or suggestive language in political messaging to garner support from a particular group without provoking opposition. And that could be used across the board in many, many sectors. Kay Michelle, I'm not really sure if Kay Michelle, her recent posting concerning R. Kelly is for self-serving agendas to promote her upcoming musical projects or what. But I have a feeling that it's mixed with genuine reasoning as well as underlying agendas. Either way, I don't like it. And I have a whole lot to say about it. And I have a whole lot of mixed feelings about it. You know, I take friendship and loyalty very seriously. And Kay Michelle, she seems to project the insinuation that she's very loyal to R. Kelly. And they seem to have a lot of history musically. But... With a lot of people, they're only as loyal as what they can get from you. And when they can no longer get anything from you, they tend to throw you away. I am a firm believer in not throwing our geniuses away. Our kings and queens, we don't throw those away. We hold them up and rehabilitate them if we can. We cover them and we keep them in prayer and help them to be delivered of whatever thing is holding them bound. That's what I believe. I also believe that you don't apologize for loving someone and loving them unconditionally. And okay, Michelle, if she is genuine about her love and support for R. Kelly, okay, Michelle, you don't have to apologize or justify love and reciprocated support. Real love is unapologetic and uncompromised. Remember that. And I question if K. Michelle's love for R. Kelly is genuine. Is it true? 
K. Michelle has posted on social media recently, and a lot of people are talking. And I'm not sure if that was her whole reason for her posting. But she's gotten a lot of people talking. So one of her tweets read, No one will ever understand how heavy it is watching the person who saved your life be crucified in front of the world. For their sickness. I want to talk about that. I've been there. I've seen this for myself. I've been that person myself. And as it relates to R. Kelly. I've been a fan and a supporter of R. Kelly. Since he first hit the scene with Honey Love. Bump and Grind, 12 Play, all of that. He's a musical genius, and nobody has had a hit song since he got locked up. Am I the only one that recognizes that? He is the fucking king of R&B, whether you want him to be or not, whether you like it or not, he is. And no one living or breathing musically can unseat him from his throne. Even behind bars in jail, he's still the fucking king of music. And a lot of people are so jealous of him for so many reasons. But as a fan, a a longtime fan of R. Kelly, as a supporter of R. Kelly, I am unapologetic. I'm unwavering in that. And I hear so many people repeating what other people are saying without really having any facts. They're just repeating what other people are saying. And they're so ready to tear down this one black man while they hold all non-black men up. R. Kelly hasn't even gone to court, but the court of public opinion has canceled him, crucified him, condemned him, and found him guilty. Locked him up and thrown away the key. Meanwhile, there's a whole line of non-black men who have been found guilty, and the evidence is all in your face And nobody wants to cancel them. Nobody wants to stop their bag. Nobody cares about those men or the women and men and boys that they have done harm to. But I digress. This isn't about all of those other men. This is about this one man, R. Kelly, and how his own race of people... People who he has performed for selflessly, years after years after years. People who he has 
supported in so many ways. How shitted on him and his name and his work, his body of work speaks for itself. And I agree with K. Michelle. No one will ever understand how heavy it is watching the person who saved your life be crucified in front of the world for their sickness. But one thing that I will object to, no man can save my life. God saves my life. Jesus saves my life. Not man. Man can add value to my life. But no man on earth can save my life. Only God and his son, Jesus, can do that. In some ways, K. Michelle is so misguided. And she's very immature in a lot of ways. But in a lot of ways, I salute her maturity. I salute her growth. I applaud her support of our killing. But... I want to recognize how she's straddling the fence. And for that, I cannot respect that. Okay, Michelle also tweeted, I'm trying to create the most genuine last R&B record, and I really need to play it for him. But you can't. It hurts. I have to be confident in my skills and do this alone. Once again, I'm not defending a single soul. Wrong is wrong. But within separating the man from the music musically, I've trusted him my whole career. And now it's time to trust my own self. Kate Michelle... Is so on a, she's so detached from the reality as it relates to the scope of what is going on. The reality is R. Kelly is fighting for his life. And she is still existing in the realm of music, what he can do for her music. Yes, music does connect you spiritually. But this man, R. Kelly, he's fighting for his soul. He needs you to support him and connect with him in his soul. His soul is on the line. And that separates the women from the little girls. The little girls can only play with you. And playtime can only last for so long. A real woman, a real queen, she's there to help hold up your soul as a man. When your back is against the wall and the world is beating you down. A real woman, a real queen is there to help minister to you. And help breathe life into you when you're, you can't barely breathe. Because the world and, and the, the people in the world, the evil in the world, is suffocating you 
with the lies and the chaos and the voices and the noise and the condemnation without a cause. Playing her album. That's the last thing that R. Kelly needs right now. This man, life is on the line. He needs fucking help. He needs support. It's not about you, K. Michelle, and your shitty-ass music. Last time that I checked, you was overrated any fucking way. And it's only because of the social media fanfare that you have lasted this long thus far. Your music is shitty. All of your music sounds the same. It's nothing personal. It's just a fucking inconvenient truth. And it's nice that R. Kelly was there to tickle your fancy and make, you know, great music with you and give you pointers here and there. But this man, life is on the fucking line. And coming onto social media to straddle the fence and play all these little games... That's not helping him. That's indirectly throwing darts at him. And and kicking him more while he's down. That's not a friend. That's a fucking enemy. And that's what he doesn't need right now. Okay, Michelle went on to say in another tweet. I swear, if and I'm so sick and tired of these sluts dropping R. Kelly's name for their self-serving agendas and to benefit themselves. I'm so sick of it. And as big as R. Kelly's heart is, and as much love as as he has given. The one mistake he has made was trusting these hoes, was entertaining these sluts. That was his weakness, and that's part of the downfall. But no matter how he's down right now, God can raise him back up and make him better. Yes, it's an inconvenience, but God can raise him up and make him better. And restore him as it relates to whatever material thing he's lost. I can imagine right now his soul is tattered. He's beaten down spiritually. And so much is is going through his mind. And the last thing he needs right now is someone who... He once trusted and called a friend to be sneaking around on social media playing games as a fucking foe. That's not what he needs right now. Kay Michelle went on to say, I swear if Rob was here, so many of my musical questions would be answered. If you have a mentor, you need to learn as much musically as possible. But I took so many days of learning for granted 
never knowing this would happen to him. I get it. Yes, he was musically her mentor. And one thing that K. Michelle is trying so hard to dance around, and this question has been asked to her, and she's lied. Of course, she was fucking him. It wasn't just about music. I don't believe it was just about the music. It was about the man tapping that ass and getting all in them guts and all down in her throat. That's what she misses the most. And it would be so nice if K. Michelle would be honest with the world while she's being honest with the world. Be all the way honest with the world, K. Michelle. As it relates to your relationship with Rob. After all, at this point, what does he have to lose? Yeah, you might lose a few fans. They may look at you differently. But a lot of them might just respect you more if you just be totally honest with yourself. If not with your fans and in, 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 in the public, period. Okay, Michelle went on to say in another tweet, I've had conversations with some of the victims. And see, that's why you don't want wrong, Kay Michelle. What the fuck are you talking to the victims for? If, if Rob is your friend and you want to support Rob, you have no business colluding with his fucking enemies. But that's the nature of satanic people they can't be trusted and they go behind your back to team up with your enemies why because they want to do you harm and a friend with a forked tongue that's not a friend that's the that's the that's the person you need to stay far far away from. Kay Michelle says I had I've had conversations with some of the victims and offered my help, but because I don't post it, I don't care. Wow, y'all fave post themselves passing out gifts for clout every day. But that ain't me. I no longer have shit to prove on a nap. I'm not God. I don't have a heaven or hell to put anybody in. You won't sit at home from your couch and judge me on how I'd heal from my struggles. This is real life out here. I had a man beat my ass and all y'all did was laugh and make it entertainment. And a storyline to laugh at and make memes about. I'm not God. I don't have a heaven. Okay, I've already said that. No regrets. I say what I say. 
Ain't my fault people didn't pay attention in elementary school and can't comprehend that I'm not defending anyone. I'm talking about my story, my life. No soul alive will take my God-given rights to feel. Yeah, it's about you, K. Michelle. But you're using R. Kelly as a scapegoat, as a token piece. You're using R. Kelly for your own self, selfish gain, self-serving benefits. If it's about you, let it be about you and leave him the fuck alone. If you're not going to defend him, as you say in your own tweet, your words, not mine. But that's what a friend would do, especially a friend that's loyal. They would defend a friend. But you say in your own tweet, K. Michelle, you're not defending anyone. So if you're not going to defend him, keep him, keep his name out your fucking mouth. And let it be all about you. That's what I say. K. Michelle. You know. It's really, really. A sad day when a man is lost, is silence, his back is against the wall, and someone who he once mentored and was a friend with and, and, and more than likely probably fucked many times is now out here in the free world running her fucking mouth and dropping his name for self-serving agendas. I don't like that. And a lot of fans had a lot to say relating to K. Michelle's tweets recently. K. Michelle fans are baffled after she says she misses mentor R. Kelly and later tries to clarify her tweets according to the Atlanta Black Star. K. Michelle took to Twitter on Tuesday, December 8th, expressing how much she missed her jailed mentor, R. Kelly, in a series of controversial treats, tweets. Excuse me. I swear if Rob was here, once again, I'll read the tweets again, according to the article. I swear if Rob was here, so many of my musical questions would be answered. If you have a mentor... You need to learn as much musically as possible. But I looked, but I took so many days of learning for granted, never knowing this would happen to him. The former Love and Hip Hop Atlanta star, 34 years old, said in her first tweet, the, the can't raise a man singer then explained, I'm trying to create the most genuine last R&B record, and I really need to play it for him, but you can't. No one will ever understand how heavy it is watching the person who saved your life be crucified in front of the world for sickness, she concluded. K. Michelle then stated that she was not defending a single soul, but rather separating, separating the man from the music. She added, 
musically, I've trusted him my whole career, and now it's time to trust my own self. R. Kelly, 53, is currently being held at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Chicago. Earlier this year, he was hit with a five-count indictment from the Eastern District of New York, then in a 13-count indictment out of the Northern District of Illinois for various allegations of sexual abuse of minors. K. Michelle's comments quickly garnered attention. Someone said she could have kept that to herself, one person said. Another social media user added, Kimberly, that man belongs there. Request a visit, sis, since you miss him. Another person said she could have left this one in the drafts, one person also said. Um, what? The Love of All singer later responded to the backlash on Wednesday, December 9th. No regrets. I say what I say. Ain't my fault. People didn't pay attention in elementary school and can't comprehend that I'm not defending anyone. I'm talking about my story, my life. No soul alive will take my God-given rights to feel, she wrote on Twitter. K. Michelle continued, you won't sit at home from your couch and judge me on how I heal from my struggles. This is real life out here. I had a man beat my ass, and all y'all did was laugh and make it an entertainment and a storyline to laugh at and make memes about. I've had conversations with some of the victims and offered my help, but because I don't post it, I don't care. Wow. She went on to say, y'all fave post themselves passing out gifts for clout every day, but that ain't me. I no longer have shit to prove on the nap. In response, one fan questioned, Is he being crucified for his sickness or being held accountable after years of being an in- unrepentant, violent, sexual predator who targeted young black women? Either way, it's a sickness. I know you people on the couch think you are psychiatrists, but guess I actually have a whole degree in psychology from... Florida A&M, it's all wrong, and it's a sickness. K. Michelle fired back. The Maybe I Should Call singer previously stopped by the Atlanta Black Star Studio in January to talk about her pop-up restaurant and lounge, Puff and Petals. She also explained why she still supports R. Kelly and detailed how he saved her. That man saved my life, she told ABS. He saved me from an abuser. So that's my why my album is called All Monsters Are Human. Because everybody is a villain and it's somebody's story. And you might be an angel. In my story, he wasn't that much of a villain. The singer continued, when it came to me, he, he was all about music. He was on my head about music, nothing else. She's lying in my opinion. So I look at him completely different. My relationship with him is that, and nobody can take that relationship from me or judge me about it, K. Michelle added. I wish K. Michelle would stop this fucking lying. Okay, you done fucked and sucked everybody else, but you done fucking sucked the king of R&B with his fine, sexy ass. K. Michelle, kiss my ass, please, with the lies. 
Get out of here with the fucking lies, K. Michelle. Okay. Now, let me say this. I believe R. Kelly is innocent of all the allegations, and he didn't rape any of those sluts. They threw their pussy in their mouth and ass at him. And when the money stopped coming, when he stopped paying them sluts and providing the lavish lifestyle, when they got pumped and dumped, they got disgruntled, and they became vindictive, and they got together to get back at this. This is the oldest trick in the whore handbook. And many, many sluts have been using their pussies as a hustle and getting these men back by lying like they've been victimized by these men as a way to get paid. It's been done so, so many times before. And me, myself, frankly, I'm sick of it. And I feel these sluts should be held accountable. R. Kelly hasn't did anything wrong other than choose to lay up with these sluts. He should have been more selective. And so many people are giving the parents a pass. If they were underage, and if it's true that their parents were part of pimping them and bringing them to R. Kelly and standing in the same house with R. Kelly while their daughters were laying up there with R. Kelly and doing what they do, they should be held accountable too. They should be sharing the jail cell with R. Kelly. And then the people who are pretending to be so outraged, I'm so sick of the fake outrage, please kiss my ass with that. There are ordinary men out here in these streets who are doing the same thing that R. Kelly has been accused of doing. I've seen it, and so many other people have seen it. There are so many ordinary women out here who have used their daughters to get bills paid. They have encouraged their daughters to get involved sexually with these grown-ass men. And they turn their back and they turn their eye and pretend like they don't know that their daughter... Their underage daughter is fucking a grown-ass man. And a lot of them do know, and they think it's cute. It happens every day in the hoods all over America. When I was 15, I was fucking grown men. My friends, my 15-year-old friends was fucking grown men. All of, a lot of us was leaving school and skipping school to fuck grown men and hang out with grown men. My friend was 15 she was fucking the junior high school coach she was his babysitter and his wife was a teacher at the same school yes and if it was happening back then when i was 15 of course it's happening now and with technology and social media and these cell phones which we didn't have back then i'm pretty sure it's happening even more so now and a lot of these parents drop their young underage daughters at these schools and at these libraries and at these malls. And they go on about their business. And their underage daughters are meeting grown-ass men at those same places. And they're bringing them back when they get through fucking and getting their dick sucked at a certain time right before their parents come back and pick them up. 
I've seen these grown-ass men meeting these underage little girls behind stores, shopping centers, the dollar stores, gas stations, the parks. And if I see it, I'm pretty sure everybody else is seeing it too. But they pretend like they don't see it and they pretend like R. Kelly is the only one. That's bullshit. And let's not forget about and give a pass to these underage girls who are allowed to dress themselves up and appear to be grown. And they have more experience than their own mama sexually. Yes. They aren't working. They don't have jobs. They can't buy these grown woman clothes and fingernails and long hair weave and makeup and high heel shoes and such. Their parents are buying this. More than likely. Or the grown ass men that they're fucking. Shouldn't the parents be questioning this if they're not the ones that's buying this? Shouldn't they be questioning the daughters? Where are you getting all this money to buy all this stuff? Shouldn't they be stepping in and supervising their daughters and making sure that they're not going out the house looking like a grown woman with all that makeup and hair and nails and such? Nobody's holding the mamas, the parents accountable. Nobody's holding the little girl, underage girls accountable. They know what they're doing. They're making the choices to fuck these grown-ass men. But everybody wants to pretend, except for me, that R. Kelly is the only one. And it's only because he is the king of R&B. And he's on a celebrity level that the light is being shone on him brighter than these other men. And because he has the money and clout that he has. And a lot of these hating, jealous-ass motherfuckers wish that they could be in the position that he is. Musically, financially, and as uh, the man that he is, he can get any woman that he wants. A lot of men, men and women are jealous of him because of that. So they want to unseat him off of the throne. But even those lies and colluding together, that won't be enough. Because before R. Kelly is the king of R&B, he is a child of God. And God has already vindicated him. And has put all of his enemies to shame. Yes. So let's listen at some more of what K. Michelle has to say. <sighs> so many people have so much to say. And God has the final say. You were talking about R. Kelly. And then you guys kind of ventured off. Uh, but you said that. You said, if I talk, everybody goes to jail. Talk a little bit about that. If I talk, everybody goes to jail. Like, there's no way around it. I know too much. Uh, it's no way around it. That man saved my life. Um, he saved me from an abuser. So, that's why my album is called All Monsters Are Human. Because everybody's a villain in somebody's story. And every some you might be an angel. In my story, he wasn't that big of a villain. I mean, Rob had his ways. But um, when it came to me, he was all about music. He was on my head about music, nothing else. So I look at him completely different. So my perception is my reality. And my relationship with him is that. And no one can take that relationship 
uh, from me or judge me about it. So I know the parties that be, and I know some situations where the parents should be in jail. Or I know some situations where management or something, everything wasn't on the up and up. Because of my beliefs and what was done, I will never, ever, ever in life speak on anything other than my situation, my business. I would speak on my business, and my business was I learned a whole lot about music, and I learned how to be an artist. You mentioned in the past um, about music and R&B now. Um, talk a little bit about what are your feelings about the direction of R&B now? Oh, it's boring. Um, there's some great songs. I don't think people like hearing about the bodies of work. And that's what R&B is about, a body of work. It's like a mood, and you can remember that mood for years, that mood you was in when you put in that album. A lot of times you don't get that anymore. You get a bunch of mumbling and long lullabies about nothing. Like you get drug music. So there's some great artists. Like I love Ari Lennox. I think she's pretty phenomenal. Like her is my baby sister. It's some phenomenal R&B artists, but there are some that should just go away. Oh, I never do that to the newbies. I'll let them grow. They might become great. I'm not going to take that from them. But just listening to some things and being trained, like I know it's a bittersweet thing, but my mentor being trained so long by R. Kelly, you know, I have a higher standard for music than other people, too. It's about music. The music. Okay. Okay, Michelle, I'm sick of your fork tongue. And she goes on to... You know, pretend like she it's all about the music. It's all about the music. It's all about the music. And she appreciates great music and this and that and other. But she goes on with this forked tongue recently to say that Nicki Minaj is the best female rapper of all time or something like that. And, and I said to myself, I will not listen to these lies. I will not entertain such lies. And and once again, it seems like she's name dropping certain celebrities in order to fulfill a self-serving agenda, perhaps. I don't respect it if that's what it's all about. And previously, it was like, you know, she was having, if I remember correctly, she was having back and forth um, words and fears with Nicki Minaj. So now all of a sudden she's kissing Nicki Minaj's ass. Whatever, K. Michelle. But, you know, she says in this video, she will never, ever speak on anything. But yet, she goes right around the corner and speaks on something. Which one is it, K. Michelle? Either you're not going to speak on it or, you, or you're going to keep running your fucking mouth. And she says that she knows things. She's seen things from management. She's seen things from parents in the house. Okay, since like to me, okay, if you were there as a grown ass woman and you witnessed some stuff that was inappropriate, you just as guilty as 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 R. Kelly is being accused of being whatever he's accused of being. If you as a grown woman watch the shit go down in the house, I don't I really don't believe you was all that innocent. If anything, you probably participated in some of the shit. And I'm pretty sure we're gonna find out as the uh, court proceedings, you know, start happening, 
sometimes next year or whenever it is. Okay, Michelle, I won't be surprised if your name is being mentioned on some of the indictments as a character witness or whatever. And you on the other side testifying against R. Kelly with your little hand raised, your little right hand raised, talking against your mentor. Please don't be that person, K. Michelle. Okay, and the way she's looking while she's talking, it's like she knows she's wrong. And she's been caught in this space to speak against someone. And she's wanting to say more and she's wanting to hold back. And then she's already said too much. And I just I just don't respect it. I don't respect it at all. And once again, I don't believe that R. Kelly is guilty of the accusations against him. And it's a shame that this man has had his career stalled because of some lying, mad-ass bitches. These bald-headed black bitches, I'm telling you the truth. They are the cancer of the black community. The queens of fucking chaos. You see how, 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 how they can destroy some shit? But why can't they get together collectively and run their fucking mouth to build some shit? Every time I t- turn around, these bitches are tearing some shit down or tearing somebody down. I'm so sick of it. And it happens again and again and again. But nobody checks these sluts. Why? Because they still want to get the pussy from these sluts. They want to protect the pussy. That's why nobody checks these sluts and holds them accountable. Because they want to protect the pussy. Even if the pussy is rotten to the core And everybody's had a turn like a Ferris wheel with these sluts. Everybody still want to protect the pussy at all costs. Even if the pussy and the whore that is attached to the pussy is no fucking good to themselves or the community or society overall. And like I said, it's a shame that these females have caused this man his whole career to be stalled. All because of jealousy and envy and lies and because they couldn't have their way. They didn't want to stop living the lavish lifestyle that he was providing. And look how they showed their appreciation. After he sacrificed and did so much and provided so much for them. Countless opportunities. It's really terrible that they are doing our killers like this. And I can't respect it. And if they're not going to support him, I wish they would just shut the hell up and stop using his name for self-serving agendas.